right. Thanks for t- keeping uh, tuned in here on KDK9 on mytalk1071.com. And, you know, if you got time, check out my KDK9 Facebook page. That's K-A-T-I-E and then the letter K, the number nine. Um, if you go to my show page on mytalk1071.com, uh, I have a link to my website so you can see what, t- what all my classes are. Uh, if you want to set up a private class or a class class or if you've got a shy dog that you need help with, I'll be happy to help you out. And then I, I click on my Facebook. I post a lot of fun stuff on my Facebook page along with some informational stuff. So, you know, like me or follow me or however that works. I have no idea. So anyway, so check that out. Okay. Okay. What president hosted the first barbecue at the White House? Uh, Was it Carter, Johnson, Lincoln, or Taft? I I feel like it's Taft. He's the one who got stuck in the presidential tub. What? <laughs> yeah. He got stuck in the presidential tub. He got stuck in the tub. He, get stuck in he the famously tub? got stuck in the tub. I he's, don't remember he's that. A, he's a... He's a large, large individual. Oh, was he? Oh, was he? Oh, yeah. Boy, oh, would you like to have that hit the press? Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> it was Lyndon B. Johnson hosted the first barbecue at the White House. Huh. Lyndon B. Johnson. He's a Texan. What did he serve? Did it say? Nope. Didn't say what he served. Oh, Just a barbecue. I'm curious. I would be surprised that it probably was meat. <laughs> yeah, it was old-fashioned. I don't think it was tofu. <laughs> I don't think it was tofu. <laughs> okay. okay, let's go back to what I can't read it here. Carrie, right? Carrie. Yeah. Okay, there you are there, Carrie. I am. Hi there. Okay, so I guess we read into this now. I forgot. Where am I at? Um, we are. Ta- we were talking oh, about pancreatitis okay, yeah, yeah. and um, nutrition. Right. Um, and so what you need yeah. to do is you need to uh, get a hold of uh, Dr. Levy. She was here on the show last night or last week. And so um, uh, because there are some stuff from uh, standard process that will help regenerate everything you know get to you know just help her system um out of standard process you can get it up at sassafras up in forest lake or forest lake white bear lake and uh, they do ship out to people in but but what you want to do is email dr jessica at holistic holistic dash vet dash care dot com and just say you talk to me on the radio and that you would like for pancreatitis what standard process supplements should you be giving your pupper all right and okay. then, like I say, we want to change the diet. We want to, you know, stay away from. Personally, if this was my dog, I'd pull her off of all processed food, right? And I'd go to the the uh, formulated raw. I would start cooking for her, and then I would, uh, you know, add the supplements needed to try to re, you know, boost her immune system and get her back in track. If that was this was my dog. Yeah, I've been cooking chicken and rice. Okay, for what, her and yep. But what we want to do is nix the rice. Rice is high in starch, and some dogs have a hard time digesting starch. So what you want to do is that that was old school. Okay, the new. If you talk to in the holistic in, in industry, what you okay. want to do is you preferably do raw. You don't have to cook, but if you do, can't do raw, then cook it. And you can do hamburger brown good uh, gravy, hamburger beef ground turkey. You know, such like that. And then what you're going to mix it with is either like uh, canned pumpkin, any kind of squash. Cook any kind of squash, and then you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, obviously get it out of the the, the shell. Okay, and then mix that to be that your rice you know what i mean you want to use okay. the um 
you know, the squash family, any kind of squash, doesn't make any difference, spaghetti squash, you name it. And that's going to be in, in place of your rice. And that's an FYI to everybody, like when dogs are having tummy trembles, don't use the hamburger and rice because rice is hard for them to digest, especially white rice. Brown rice is not as, you know, it does not have as much starches to it as white rice. But the, you're better off by just nixing the, the rice and then uh, just go to any kind of squash. Uh, you can go to canned pumpkin if you want, or canned uh, sweet potatoes, preferably not in sugar. You know the syrup, just the the, the uh, you know the vacuum packed ones. So mm-hmm. if you don't want to have cooked. Yeah. So, okay, so ahead. even um, pumpkin is. Any any kind of in the squash family. Any squash, any anything in the squash family. But if you get that yin yin y i n and yang y a n g, it's called pet nutrition, and that there, like I said, is is phenomenal for whatever is going on with the dogs. Whereas they give you a you make this batch. Okay, and and then you make the batch that will last you at least a couple of days. Or some people, what they do is they'll, they'll cook for the week or cook for a couple of weeks, and then put them in the bags size that they are going to be feeding, and then throw them in the freezer. Okay, and then just take out like two three days worth, and so then that way it's easy. Other than you're taking a couple of days to cook, you know, and make batches right. is what you're doing. And so that's what I would do if this was my dog. I would stay away from the process industry till you can get everything squared away. And then once the dog kind of gets a uh, you can see that everything's coming along that the stats uh, of the blood work and everything is really doing well. If you want to mm-hmm. inter- reintroduce some processed food, but not don't ever go back to total processed food. And when you do the processed food, a.k.a. the kibble, remember, rehydrate it. Don't feed it dry. Rehydrate it for the dog so they can extrude it easier. It doesn't. The system doesn't have to work so hard to break it down. And I was thinking that maybe that would also help her make sure that she gets even more liquid. Yes. Right? Definitely. definitely. Yep. Okay. Yep. 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 And see, even like with, um, like when I feed my raw, you know, I always put a little bit of warm water with it. And so, cause I freeze, I, I got some in the freezer and then I take out enough for a couple, two, three days. Okay. And so then when I put it in the bowl, it's out of the refrigerator and now, now I'm kind of mush it up a little bit. And then I have hot tap water and I just kind of, you know, put a little bit on it to like bring it to room temperature quick. And now they're getting extra, you know, water. As well as the, mm-hmm. the moisture from the the, the uh, raw food. Okay. So okay. what you just need okay. to do though is is get uh, you know start. Uh, uh, you want to do things outside of conventional medicine. They can help you, but so can the uh, the holistic side can help you a lot too. So you know both the uh, you know uh, Eastern and Western medicine has to learn to work together because neither one has all the answers. But when you work together, a lot can be accomplished. And so right. that's what you want to do. I'll go to uh, dogsnaturallymagazine.com. dot com. Okay. Dogsnaturallymagazine.com and then uh, healthypets.mercola.com and enter pancreatitis in dogs. And then and then they'll help you out there. You want as much information as you possibly can do because they'll, they'll, they're both holistic sites. And they're, I know there's a gazillion sites out there. I get it. You know, but the whole thing is, is that they, uh, the uh, Dot Mercola one, that's by Dr. Karen Becker. She's kind of the guru of the holistic medicine. She's out of Chicago. She's kind of the one that has really exploded the holistic side. Okay. okay. And then Dana writes for uh, Dogs Naturally. She's not a vet, but she has great references and resources. So she really, really helps you out. Okay. Okay. Those are good resources because there's a, there's a ton to read and not all of it. 
there's just a ton to try oh to exactly out. exactly it's like okay where you know so that's what i want to try to just help you get right directly to the you know instead of trying to weed all this well that was okay i got i don't know, like a three-page thing i got four uh, four lines worth of information i can use <laughs> mm-hmm. you know so that's mm-hmm. what you want mm-hmm. to do and so and i'm not a big web search person when i want information i know i got a couple girlfriends that are so they'll wade through all the crap out there <laughs> <laughs> and then come up with okay, Kate. These these are three three ones that that are really good. You know, they're not just somebody thinking talking about chickens. They actually know about chickens. Okay, right. So right. yeah, because that's the thing. You don't know who's putting it out out there. You know, you don't. You know, I could sit down, decide to write a thesis on the brain. <laughs> I am <laughs> what I'm talking about. I wasn't. I wasn't laughing at you. Katie. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's exactly no. I'm laughing at myself because that would be a really it would be funny. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Is that that's what happens? Is a lot of people just sit down and people get a hold of it because either it seems like a it almost sounds like a wackadoodle. I you know whereas all oh, this can't be true. But then sometimes you start believing that, and so that's what I mean. So the whole thing is is that you find good sites that are proven and not just somebody typing air thing saying. Talking about something they know nothing about. So, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. N- not everybody's opinion is the exactly. Exactly. Always listen to. Yes, exactly. There's no. There's you know. There's so many uh, diversions. Uh, you know. I mean, there's so many. There's it's so vast out there. You do. You all of a sudden you, you when you. I, I just shake my head and I just get exhausted. Like I just am overwhelmed. So it really helps me. Like I say, when my girlfriends step in and help me, you know, when I'm looking for something in particular that they do all the waiting because. Man, and when I try to look up something on the internet, honest, I always make this joke. I do. I wind up in Tahiti. I, this is not even close to what I was originally looking for. And how did I get here? And so it says. So that's why they they do to keep my frustration levels low. My girlfriend step up and help me when I really want to find out something. So, and then I pass it along to you guys. <laughs> so well, this well, is this is good because she was a really sick pup. Oh and yeah, she was, she was in a lot of pain. Oh yes, I mean, you you talk to anybody a human that has had pancreatitis? I have a girlfriend that has had a couple bouts of it, and my gosh, you know, she's spending days in the in the hospital and she's on her knees, you know, type thing. Yeah. So it is nothing to mess around with, but like I said, it also can be helped a lot and prevented. But we got to start reading labels, okay? That's right. the main name of the game. And like I said, email Doctor Jess, you know, Mister Doctor Levy, and then ask her about what standard process supplements you need for pancreatitis. Titus, okay 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 good keep I'm me writing all these down good so thank you, you bet. keep me posted and let me know how it goes okay all right that's thank how we learn very much okay. for your help you bet take care bye-bye all right let's see uh da, 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 da. Then, then i'm trying to just uh, i you know what da, 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 da. where do cow <laughs> i don't like that one either let's see i'm reading the book on the air here i know this is very you know, very um, okay. Why do pandas like old movies? Why do pandas like old movies? We'll be back. Okay. Why do pandas like old movies? I know they're in black and white. Ding ding ding! Because they are black and white. Well, there you go. You know, this is convenient because that's our live cam this week. Is. Uh, a cute mama panda and two babies. Oh, really? Yeah. So go check that out on the links page. Oh, wow. Okay. Go to my go to my Katie Canine site and check out the, the what she posted. I forget how you got to remind me to promote that because I forget. Oh, 
that's, I mean, that was the promotion right there. Oh, no, you, I know. You, you speak in a pandas. You want to see some cute little pandas? There you go. They're there. There, if you go to my Facebook, Katie Kane on Facebook, somebody, um, Peggy Callahan, who we had out a couple weeks ago at the Wolf Center, she posted a, a video that, honest to God, I'm still, as soon as I start thinking about it, I'm just in hysterics. Is people with stupid retractable leashes and all the dogs taking off, and then there goes the people <laughs> in tow. And then not all of them are retractable leashes, some of them are just plain leashes. But I'm just I'm watching this. And huskies are notorious for being big pulls. Did someone okay? put a husky on a retractable oh, leash? Oh, gosh. Yep, yep. You got to see that. Yeah, you go to the Katie Canine Facebook page. You know, even people p- say, grab don't it from, do that. Yeah, you can grab it from my my Facebook page and maybe put it on uh, the studio page. Yeah. But anyway, it is, uh, it, the snippets from it, I was laughing so hard, I was crying and my stomach hurt. Because all I'm thinking is that as a trainer is like, you bunch of People, people, why do you put yourself through? Because you, what you're seeing on there is not the only time it's ever happened. You know what I mean? Why didn't you get into some kind of training class, get on some kind of a, um, you know, training collar? And for, you know, everybody knows I've been for 20 years, I've been preaching, burn the retractable leashes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do not take them off your property. If you're going anywhere, anywhere. Okay, you just have a regular six foot line. You're better to have a shorter line, but not. But when the dog is with you, the dog is on a loose lead. Okay, but you don't want to be giving the dog any. And he's uh, remember, if you put the dog on front, you're putting them in the leadership position. Now, they got to take care of you because now you're the peon because you're on back. And the dog has to survey and look and say, OK, well, do I have to take issue with that? Do I have to take issue with that? I mean, you, you don't realize that's how. And then all of a sudden the dog sees something. And guess what? The second your arms are straight out. You're done. <laughs> they have to be cocked in, or your elbows have to be bent. You can't brace yourself you. like that, right? But when you're, you are, you're at the mercy of what's at the, the end of the leash. Yeah. You know, whereas you're either going to take a face plant or you're going for, you know, you're going for a ride. Yeah. So, but yeah, so check it out on my Katie Canine page. It is the funniest doggone thing I've ever seen, and it's just like I would love to do anything to blow that up and like just show that to everybody because you know, all a little bit of training and the right leash. And that will not happen. You know, it doesn't take much. Okay, who's up? Well, so next up, uh, we have Katie, whose dog is a little bit uh, like food fixated, overeating. Okay, sounds good. Hey, Katie, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. What kind of pupper do you got? I have a 10-year-old plot hound. Oh, really? A plot hound? I haven't seen one of those for a while. I'm impressed. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, people look that up. Plot Hound is boot dog. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're really a beautiful, yes. really a beautiful dog. Yes. Well, this particular girl, she uh, she just can't get enough food. Okay. All she wants to do is eat. Okay. Um, I don't know if, it's, if this is a behavior thing, if she's bored, if she's missing something in her diet. So um, okay. we've tried putting pumpkin in her okay. food, you know, to add fiber. Yep. But she'll she'll eat her breakfast, and half an hour later, she's begging for food again. Okay, wait a and minute. So all the, day long. Okay, but what do you mean she's begging for food? What's going on? She's whining. She paws at me. If if I get up and I say, "What do you want?" Ah. You know, if she wants to go out, she'll go to the door. Okay. But then she just stands at her food dish. Okay. Okay. Is she uh, training me? You got that. I was going to say, boy, she's training you very, very well. <laughs> You're such a nice mommy to follow her lead. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, so, uh, first of all, what food are you feeding? Uh, Nutrisource. Okay. Now, do you rotate the fa- flavors or the formulas and such? 
I do. Yes. Oh, I'm so proud of you. Okay. Now, um, how many cups does she get in a day? She gets three cups a day, so usually a cup and a half morning and dinner time. Okay. But and and at, at lunchtime, she's begging again, and I give in just to shut her up. Okay. And I give her just like not even a quarter cup. Okay. But then now, um, uh, what's her weight like? Is she a good weight? Is she overweight? What is she? She usually... You know, when she was a good, healthy weight, she would run about 59, but okay. she's about 69 now. Okay. And, you know, she's older and... It's don't been don't blame winter, age. But... Don't blame age of anything. That okay. You want her as okay. thin as possible at this age because carrying extra weight is harder on her joints and her heart. And you're going to oh, lose... Yeah. You're going to lose her. Yeah. And so that's why we want to cut that back. Okay. First of all, yes. What this is, is she's trained you very well. And okay. so... And the, see, the first thing, what you've done, if you answered her, she paused you and you you said, well, what do you want? And Im- mm-hmm. immediately humans go to food, whereas, oh, here, I'll go give you a treat. You know, you want a treat. So they've learned to to get more. It's not that they're hungry. Dogs will eat. Most dogs, remember, they they are, they they slam their food, okay? That's the way they're built is mm-hmm. to slam the food. And then they, they're they also built that they can, as long as they have water, they can go three, four days without eating, and they will they'll be just fine. All right. But in the okay. human world, we have a tendency to kill them with kindness because we always think they need more food. They need more food. Okay. So what you want to do when she bugs you for food, okay, you just don't mm-hmm. ask her, what do you want? Do you want food? What you want to do is teach her a trick. Oh, let's go play a trick. Whereas instead of going to give her food, you're going to put her busy, mentally busy, using her brain, okay. thinking about mm-hmm. something. Okay. That move or the the brain because you got the plot hound. I would get the book Brain Teasers for Dogs, where you're using okay. their nose and having them figure out puzzles. Okay, mm-hmm. and so then that way there she can have a kibble of something or a small piece of something, but you're not keep on feeding the tanks. Okay. And so what okay. I would do too, um, I would go down. You said she's got three cups a day. Yes. Okay, I would go down to two cups a day. One and a okay. half in the morning and a half at night. And the half a cup at night, add a little canned pumpkin to it, because that there you said, yeah, it makes them feel fuller. Or sweet potatoes okay. or any kind of any kind of squash. Okay. Sure. But yeah, so cut that back. Cause I, I get the biggest kick out of well, in us with humans too. Oh, it was a long winter. I put on twenty pounds. <laughs> well, the thing is is that you kept eating. You weren't doing nothing, but you kept eating. Right. So we've right. got to adjust it, yeah. ac- accordingly, okay? And like okay. I say, at ten at you know, at her age, you know, like I say, you you want the the older they get, the leaner you want them. That's will keep them. That's what will keep them with us longer. Not mm-hmm. saying, oh, oh, that's okay. She can be heavy, you know. She's been really. No, 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 no. We want to keep them as lean as possible. So that's why I cut back to you know two cups a day, one and a half in the morning, a half at night. Okay, because always okay. feed a light dinner. Because like in a human world, if we eat a pizza pizza before we go to bed, we gain, gain guaranteed a pound in the morning, okay, on the scale. Right. Okay, right, so that's right. why okay. we want all day, you know, by moving here, there, or just, you know, getting up and walking across the room, just little things like that, is mm-hmm. it, it wears calories out, okay? Mm-hmm. But if you give them a big dinner, they're just sitting there and not doing nothing, so... Right. But anyway, and so that's what I would do is that when she bugs you, do not answer it. If any, she comes and push your paws, don't look at her. Turn your head sideways. That side profile okay. is a calming signal. And then uh-huh. don't, don't, just ignore her. Just, if you have to, bring your hands and put your hands in your armpits and just look away from her. Okay, and uh-huh. you've got to be more willful than the dog, okay? <laughs> and so now she keeps insisting and then maybe she starts whining or barking. Don't look at her, all right? If you have to, get up. 
go to another room, shut the door, count to 10, come back out, sit back down again. And then okay. sometimes okay. what you're going to do is when she's bugging you, don't say anything, never answer it. Okay, just think in your head. Maybe we should work on a trick. Or maybe, you know, in, go in your head what you're going to do. Sure. And then you get up and go do it. But don't give her any food, all right? Okay. That is not okay. the reward. Making her think doing something for you is going to be like, okay, let's play a game. Or well, let's learn a trick. You know, do, do something. Okay. But on your, like I say, you want her to be able to just settle down. And if anything, when she walks away, that's perfect. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. You really got your message out, okay? Like, okay. don't bug me. I'm not going to do anything sure. if you bug me. And so eventually mm-hmm. you will, she, you can untrain yourself <laughs> okay. okay what the dog has trained in you all right right but i know okay. it's I, cool. I know it's hard to give up or give in and not give in i get that okay but for the right. betterment of the dog you want to take it back okay right so right. get that brain teasers for dogs by soderman and okay. so then that way there it has different levels of you how what you can do and so now you're using um the in the the energies of walking to the kitchen to get a treat of using that energy we're te- we're going to teach the brain something and then it's going to tire the dog out more okay okay so she likes to do um find the treat you know we'll yep. hide those throughout yep. the house good and don't throw absolutely loves that but um so i think we probably need more oh you more need more sti- yeah more stimulation is what you need Katie, sure. okay yeah yeah okay and she gets out you know she's out in the field and she's using her nose she runs off leash good she's hunting you know okay. but Okay, we got to run. We got the, we got a break coming up here, so okay. you take care. Thanks right. for your call. Thanks, Katie. You bet. Right. Take care. Well, let's see what we got. What is a frog's favorite year? What's a frog's favorite year? Be back. The team you picked to win the bracket is losing their first round game. Oh, come on. Your tax guy looks at your forms and goes, Oh, boy. Mm-mm. Your teen daughter says she's going on spring break to Rio. There are lots of reasons to sweat in March. The only good one is a new membership at the Y. Join and use the Y by March 31st to earn a free month. Sweat smarter at ymcanorth.org. Hello. Hey, somebody called her earlier and asked how much yogurt to give the dogs. You see the averages, you know, like a small dog, a teaspoon or two, you know, a medium dog, like a tablespoon, and a large dog would be like a couple tablespoons, okay? And that's of like canned pumpkin, too, or yogurt. You really can't OD it. You know, it comes down to use common sense. If you got a chihuahua, don't give him four tablespoons, okay? It's like, whatever. Twice as white and squash yeah, puree. <laughs> exactly. Say, um, you guys, you got to go to uh, my show page at mytalk1071.com because Ellie was nice enough to go to my Facebook page and pull that <laughs> that video from the thing. Fantastic. And you, fo- folks, you have to see it. It is so funny. And as from a trainer's point of view, you know, and then you're just shaking your head like, why? Why? And many, many owners go through this. And I don't get it. When it really is simple to teach a dog to white pl- walk politely on a leash. It really is. So, yeah. So, uh, run. Don't walk. To mytalk1071.com. <laughs> go to my KDK9 page or my KDK9 Facebook page. But anyway, run, check that out because it, it is hysterical. I'm not even looking at it and I'm just reviewing it in my brain and I'm laughing because it's like, I just don't see why it's people... the amount of people being dragged. I mean, like, by the time your dog pulls you over... 
Why are you getting dragged? Uh, it's, uh, and, and can you imagine the injuries that you're getting, number one? Oh, yeah. and, uh, but yeah, I just don't get it because people, it really is simple to train a dog to walk politely on leash. If you don't believe me, I you come out to my place in 10 minutes, I'll have your dog walking. He might have been dragging you for like the last five years. In 10 minutes, I can have you walking, not you walking on a leash, having your dog <laughs> walking on a leash politely with you. It, it happens that fast. It really does. Okay. Okay, where are we at? Oh, did we do the trivia no, question? No, and I'm pretty sure I know the answer. Oh, what did, What was the trivia question? Was it a trivia question or was it a... It was a joke. Oh, it was a joke, that's right. Okay, there you go. No, no, no. Oh, what is a frog's favorite year? Leap year. Ding, ding. Yeah. Ding, ding. You, you about took that like easy candy right out of my mouth. Yeah, there you go. See, I got to be good to you once in a while. I got to throw you a bone. <laughs> Appreciate it. Appreciate you don't have it. to use the brain too much. So. <laughs> so anyway, I know that some days I don't want to use my brain too much. All right. Okay, who's up next there? Well, so we have Brenda Lee, who's looking for some alternative ways to uh, communicate with her dog who doesn't bark. Aha. Uh-huh. Hey, Brenda Lee. How you doing? Hi, I'm fine. How are you? Good. What kind of pupper do you got? Well, he's a chihuahua mix, and he is for. I got took some notes here while I was listening. He is like 14 to 15 years old. He very seldom barks. Let um, very, 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 very. If, I mean, if he if he barks twice in a week, it's ridiculously silly. Um, he sleeps most of the day. He does not like toys. Right. And um, when he when he does have to, when he wants something, and I know you might say that he's training me, but I think it's a two-way two street here. Because he, he'll come in and he'll, like, look at me, and I'll ask him, I'll go through the questions. You got to go poop? Yeah. You got to go outside? You yeah. got to potty? Do you need food? Do you need water? And if if the answer is yes, he paused on a, on a box. Oh, cool. Okay, cool. But I can't get him to, like, bark when he needs to go outside or come with me up during the night so I wake up in the morning to pot poop on his I, I call it his little dog rug because that's what I bought it for because I have um, wood floor in my kitchen and okay. so I don't get I don't get mad at him because I figure you know he's maybe I didn't wake up early enough right um he does go outside and he goes outside and has nice poop um on the pumpkin thing I took that from you and what I do with the pumpkin for the, I put it in um, ice cube trays. Yep, that's so cool too. So I just too. put it in a Ziploc bag, freeze it in ice cubes, and then pop it in the free, freezer, and then I take out, you know, one a day for him, two a day out for me. Okay, nice. But, um, so his poop is really good, and um, he has he doesn't have runny poop or anything like that. It's good form poop. Good. But I just, I can't get that little bugger to, anyway, it's 15 and a half pounds. Okay. But I can't get that little bugger to, to like, bark. Okay. When he wants something. Yeah, but no, just don't, 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 because you get, have them bark for one thing, they're going to bark for everything. And the thing is, okay. his, is his age, okay, first of all, us, as we get older, we have to go potty more often. We can't hold it like we used to. Okay. And that's the same thing with the dog. And so what okay. I would strongly suggest, now, does he sleep with you or how does this work? No, he, he sleeps in an open kennel. Okay, so then what I would do is that you either box it up. So if he does have an accident, it's in his square, okay? It's not okay. somewhere in your house. It's in his square. Like if you use baby gates or something like that, that that's where he's going to be, all right? So if okay. he does have an accident. And so because uh, older dogs are no, that same with, like I say, older people. We can't hold it like what you we used to. You know, now okay. what time do you go to bed? What time does he go to bed? Well, he like I said, he sleeps most of the day. Yep, yep. Um, my bedtime because I'm unemployed right now. Yep. 
I crochet a lot, so one morning I found, oh, my God, it's 6 o'clock in the morning. I get <laughs> and, um, but I try to be in bed by, like, 1 to 2 in the morning. Okay. And I usually take them out for, we call it a just-in-case. Okay. So I, I, I say, come on, time for a just-in-case. Okay. And then we go outside, and he piddles, and he won't come in right away if he has to go poop. Okay. He'll come back to the deck steps, and then he'll, he'll, he'll be like, no. So then he turns around, he goes back out, and he... He kind of paces back and forth until he poops. I'm okay. like, oh, okay. you got to go poop, poop, okay. <laughs> okay. And, um, so then he so he stays out for that. He doesn't, you know, come back in and then go back out. Okay, well, that's he, good. Um, I'm sorry. So that's so, okay. So let's say you took him out about midnight. Now, does he, will he have an accident any t- anywhere in between that? No, not in the house. No, and, and it's not even all the time okay. that he... It's just once in a while. He, yeah. might have, he might poop in the house maybe... During the night, you know, wee hours in the morning, right. um, probably um, maybe maybe two times a week okay. at max. Yeah. So what you want to do, if you don't want to have, you know, surprises like around the corner, then wherever he goes to sleep, you know, either you use baby gates or something like that. So that if he does, it's contained to that area. It's not just a surprise, like when you step out of bed or whatever type thing. And so like, oh, I said, no, it's always on that rug and it's in the kitchen. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. So then the thing is too, is that all you can do is that before you go to bed, now if he's sleeping personally, I won't wake a dog up. You know what I mean? It's like, you know what? Hopefully they can make it through the night. I don't wake them up to see if they have to go potty before I go to bed. But I admire what their bedtime is. Like if they're going to go, traditionally, if my dogs go to bed about 9, 10, you know, I'll take them out for that last potty call. And then no matter how late I'm up, now if I'm, you know, dinging around and they wake up, you know, then I'll say, oh, I'm going to be going to bed in about 15 minutes and I'll, you know, I'll I'll take them outside. But they're already up. I did not wake them up. All right. And so that's why, like I say, you just got to kind of, you know, no dogs, especially small dogs, which I learned of having, you know, a couple of them. The older they get, they can't hold it like they used to, like the big dogs. Somehow the big dogs have uh, um, like steel for bladders and poop control. I don't know how it does, but the little guys just don't. So you just got to kind of pick your battles, but you don't want them barking for, you know, like, I got to go potty. I got to go potty. You don't want them doing that because, like I said, especially at this age, for Petey's sakes, congratulations. You said he's 15, correct? Yeah, he's either he's like fourteen, fifteen years old. Wow, see, and that's great. That yeah, that's that's fantastic. And so that's why, like I said, just to, as long as he doesn't get overweight, you'll you can hopefully have him about you know another three, four years. I hope so. Now, do you think the fifteen and a half pounds is too big for him? Because I, I I can see his little ribs. I mean, I can feel his ribs and everything. Okay, yeah, he, I, I you know be, a little indentation right for, see, you know, behind the ribs and right. See every you stand him. And then you take your fit, tips of your, of your fingers and you start at the shoulders and you run along the side of the rib cage. And you should uh-huh. be feel the front rib to the back rib without pushing. And when you stand and look down, he should have an hourglass figure where the ribs and it goes into a waist and then out to the hips. He's not as wide at the shoulders and the rump with no definition. Okay, now here's a weird thing. With him, it's like his belly behind the ribs. He's got It goes in, of course. But then he, and he's always been this way. Um, he was a... I, I'll call him adopted dog. I don't want to call my hand now. Okay. Um, so when, but he's always had like this little ridge, like a little, almost like his intestines or whatever. I don't know oh, what to call that? it. But it's, it's like, it doesn't go like, like on a, on a malnourished dog. I'm sorry to mention oh, okay. that, but on okay. a real skinny dog, yeah. it goes in and you, and it's just skin and skin there. Like, oh, I mean, interesting. it's just narrow. Okay. But well, he, he goes in and then he's got this little, this little tummy bubble. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, everybody, we're all made a little different. As long as he doesn't waddle when he walks, he strides, 
You know what I mean? That's the big thing, okay? Oh, yeah, he prances everything. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Of course, so do I. No, <laughs> there you go, there you go. Okay, but yeah, so just, you know, Relish, you know when I saw it come up here, your dog does not bark, and I said, you know how many owners wish their dogs did not bark? No. And she wants them to bark. But I know but what, humans get tied up that to get, uh, we want our dogs to signal us on things, okay? Yeah. Like, and the main thing is pottying. And it's just like, it's not their job, just like with um, two-legged kids, it's not not uh, our my job to follow my kid around. You have to go potty. You have to go potty. You know, it's it, 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 they're gonna mom. Oh, you watch for the potty dance, <laughs> okay? okay? But the whole thing is, is that you just get to know your kid and how they process their food when you should okay. ask or do something about it. Okay. 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 So, so watch the timing of it and keep note of that. Yep. Yep. Just pay awesome. attention. Okay. Have a great day. Thank you. Once again, you're an awesome lady. Well, Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day. Thank you. Back at you. I greatly appreciate it. All right. Let's do... You ready for this? These are um, Antarctica questions. Ooh. Okay. Now, did you see the Arctic or Antarctica that you went? I was in the Canadian Arctic. So, oh, Arctic. Okay. Yeah, like okay. the Canadian like Arctic Circle. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, this is cold stuff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> real, real cold. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How much of Antarctica is covered in ice? 25%, 49%, 83%, or 98% Antarctica? We'll be back. The speaker on your counter that does it. Need any speaker wires. <laughs> okay. Okay. How much of Antarctica is covered in ice? 25%, 49%, 83%, 98%. I want to say 98%. Ding, 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 ding. Permafrost. Even if the ice goes away, it's still ice. Have you read uh, Will Steger's North to the Pole? Mm-hmm. I have read most of Steger's collection. Yes. I, re- I read that in the winter because that's a book you need to read when it's around what, you know, because it's north to the pole, it's best to read it when it's ice out. So you can kind of relate to what he's yeah, going through. Our cabin's in Ely, so I... Oh, okay. I, I, oh, then it's you, perfect for oh. <laughs> all of his essays and writings. Over the years, I'm so humbled by Will Seeger and what he's done. I don't understand why anybody would do that. And I, I applaud him, and I know... He's one of these people doesn't like the limelight. He doesn't want interviews, mm-hmm. but he knows he has to drum up funding for his expedition, so he will bite the and, and go out and do it, even though he's just cringing inside to do it. But I admire that man so much. When he came to back to the state capitol from, um, he had a big uh, thing at the state capitol, yeah. and I went there, you know, and I actually, I got to see him in person, you know, from afar, not real close. And anyway, so then Lori and Julia a long time ago had them on her, him on her, their show. Cool. And I was just like, oh, God. You know how there, every once in a while you there's a person that if I meet him, I think I'd, I'll be like, I won't be able to talk. You know, I, because. Yeah. I, <laughs> Funny, I, Steger's that for you. <laughs> yes, exactly. And the reason incredible, is. Incredible, incredible man. Is because I'm in awe of what he's accomplished. And I know he doesn't want to talk, you know, and I'm afraid I'm going to sound so stupid. I have a picture he signed because I, I met Ann Bancroft. I actually interviewed oh, Ann okay. Bancroft on my mom's show when I was like a kid. Oh, wow. Like back before she was doing the weekly dish. Um, oh, my. And so like she got me some signed like photos from her expeditions and included one from the Steger Bancroft. Oh, wow. Yeah. One. So but that's one man that if I met in person, I would be the 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 the
humble because like I say, everything, and I know he doesn't like interviews and, and such like that. So I, I just, yeah, it's, he's, he's a incredible, incredible person. And why not one, not two, but three, <laughs> doesn't make any sense why he, and, and that's what's so sad is he's no seeing how the polls have disintegrated, mm-hmm. you know, and it's really, really sad. Yeah. I got a huge Mary, um, I think Mary Pittman, she was an artist in White Bear that he contracted to do some paintings of him and his teams and that. And I've got a, a portrait of Zap, his one main sled dog. Oh, cute. Yeah, it's about poster size and it's signed and all that kind of fun. Not by him, but by Mary Jo that did it. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, and so, yeah, I've got that. I've got that. And then, um, yeah, I'm just in, in, in awe of that man. But anyway. Okay. What's up? Last call? Well, so we have Julie, who's trying to keep the local Tomcats away from her house. Hey, good luck with that. <laughs> Hi, Julie. Hi there. I actually had started out a, a stray little kitten adopted me. Okay. And it's been living in our dog kennel that's on our porch. Okay. And so I beefed up it and warmed it up because this little thing is probably about four months, five months old right now. All right. But I, I I feed it, but I take the food in, so I'm not drawing other critters around. Yeah. But the last week, I've noticed uh, something crawled in the house and peed in there. Somebody's been pooping on our front step, yeah. and the cat doesn't want to, I mean, it like, once I'm out there, it'll come around and it'll eat, and then it'll kind of take off. It don't want to stay on the porch because it's like it's a scared of something. And I've seen a tomcat once... Um, that I chased away, so I'm, that's why I'm thinking this must be the tomcat kind of trying to scare my little kitten. Okay, do you know if your kitten's a him or her? It's a him, and I do yeah. have him scheduled for a be neutered uh, the end of this month. Okay, the end of May, March? Okay, yeah. uh, what thing, What I would do if this was my situation, because right now is a main breeding season for, for the cats. Uh-huh. Okay, all the females are coming into heat. Not all of them, but the majority of them. Okay, and because yours is a uh, is a non neutered, you know, male, and if you got a male that is territorial, which it sounds like because he's peeing and he's pooping, okay, that if he would meet your kitten, it may not be pretty. <laughs> and so that's why I would. Um, you know, it's how, usually they, they come about at night. Yeah. If there is a way that you can put your kitten, you know, either in the garage, in his house, you know, or something like that. But I would, until he gets fixed, because they project a certain odor when they're not fixed, even though he's not mature, mature yet, but the Tom will take him out. Ooh, okay? okay. Because, like I said, he's vying for territory because it's the breeding season. Okay. And so that's why you're finding the pee and that's why you're finding the poop because he's marking his territory. This is mine stay away uh, all right okay. and so that's why it's it's really a tough one but the, the that's the goal of the the males is to get rid of all the females i mean females all the males you know um until the, so that this is all mine <laughs> okay. and then they start beating the crap out of them and so they either chase that cat away because he gets into a fight and that cat is like scared to death to come back onto that territory so that's why i would definitely at night create something until until we get out of this breeding season because the breeding season which is kind of ironic coyotes and and cats they both start with a C. <laughs> but anyway is mid-february to the end of march is their main breeding season uh, and so that's why the coyotes are really active right now yep and that's why you're hearing a lot of wow, 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 
out there because the males are, are marking off their territories. You come in here and touch it and die. <laughs> and so, yeah, so that's why that's this time. So, so figure out some way you can keep your cat okay. safe until you get them fixed and we get out of this breeding season because that's when they're right now more not nice. <laughs> okay. So, Maybe I'll be safer is maybe put a door because it's as far as what he's been staying in is actually just an old kennel that I've insulated up and stuff. And if I can find a door for it, maybe lock the kitten in there at night. And then when I go to work in the morning, I can let it out and let it, it'll have more chance to defend itself when it's daylight. Okay, okay like a kennel, what are we talking about? Like a cyclone fence kennel or what? No, this is a, it's a plastic, hard plastic, um, there's a top and a bottom that they're like screwed together. Oh, I see. And okay. It's got like a uh, wire. Uh, swinging door. Okay. Yep. 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 Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. The plastic kenneling like you see at the airports. Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay. Um, so now, because you don't want it to get too hot in there. Oh. Okay. Okay. Because that's the worst thing. Because then you can get a lot of lung problems. Oh. And so okay. now, did you see you have a heat blanket in there or what or what? Yeah. Well, we used to have chickens, and I have this heating pad. Oh, okay. For the chickens. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got that in there with a bunch of blankets, and then on the outside we have just a tarp wrapped around it to keep the wind from blowing in and stuff. Okay. And then I had gotten some chewy insulation when we i have a dog with diabetes so we get the insulated uh insulin comes right oh yeah i know what those are yeah those are nice (laughs) so i've got that all around it to give it insulation but i could see it getting too warm in there yes i would take the heating pad out okay okay because just let his own heat because it's not that cold right now anyway and you're going to do more damage like i say he's going to get overheated and that's going to be bad on his lungs all right and so i would take that out and then like you say not the, the you know you know if the tom has access He'll come up and like bat at the kennel, you know what I mean? You know, so you could try that. You know, you might get woken up at night, but at least he can't get to. But then what he's going to do though is the Tomcat's going to turn and spray, spray at him. You know, so that's why, like I say, if you can, I don't know, create, like I say. You put him in the garage, okay. Yeah, I would put him in the garage. I really would. I'd take that temptation away. So because, right. like I say, them dang toms, I'll tell you, when they this time of year, we've got a couple that are showing up around our place now. And we got, <laughs> poor, I got this old Tom. He's a, a, a orange tabby. And in this poor thing has been, I mean, we tried catching him to get him fixed. And it's, anyway, but he's been, he's been around the block. His face is so huge from all the fighting and the scarring and stuff. But truth be told, it's kind of nice sometimes to have a, a Tom that gets along with your cats. Okay, that won't pound him, but this cat is going to pound yours because he's leaving the marks, the pee, the poo and the and the pee. Okay. But anyway, because it keeps the other toms away, uh-huh. you know. But see, there are very few. Of, I call him Festus because he looks. You know, gun smoke. Festus it was oh, gun smoke. Yep. Okay, how he's kind of like a little bit of you know different. <laughs> yep. You know, and so and that's why I called him Festus. But like I said, but he does. He gets along with all the cats. But, and he keeps the other toms away, but unfortunately, there's been two co- toms that are trying to, you know, come in, and so it just gets to be crazy. So now we got to try to trap them to get them, you know, in, get fixed. And that's what's crazy the way the world is right now. It used to be you could get, you know, catch them in a weekend, and the next week they're fixed. And now it's like, well, I wait a month, and it's yeah. like, in the meantime, it's like, well, all hell is breaking loose. <laughs> so anyway, it's crazy. All right. Well, thank you so well, much. Well, thank you. It. You bet. Have a great one. Thank you, you for too. what you did. Bye bye. Yep. Yeah, don't overheat. I mean, do people are way too over in those insulations. Just insulating the around the and all that. You don't need any heating pads or heat lamps or anything like that. 
you know, they, 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 God gave him a good coat, a winter coat. Yeah, I'll throw it out there, too. I mean, if you just want, like, cut a hole in your kind of garage door and you can do one of those electronic passes, because it sounds like she has a hold of the cat, mm-hmm. you just get it, like, you can pair it with a chip if it's microchipped, or you can pair it with, like, an AirTag. Oh, really? And they have electronic access, and only they can get in. Oh, really? So it's like a cat door. But see, I don't. Get I can see a dog understanding that. Can't see a cat understanding that. I, I mean, over time it might, but I that busyness of the door opening and like, oh, what just happened? I don't know if a cat would be. You know, I've seen a lot of people hmm. have success with it online, but really? it's because like, it's not the pushing. No, it's I get not it. like because I know that's pushing past their yeah, face yeah, yeah, is yeah, the yeah. issue. Right? They're like it op- opens. doors opens like yeah. slide open. They got that for chicken coops. You know, yeah, that that it's uh when um the sun gets it's out of timer and the in the in the door opens so you don't have to go out and you know the chickens can let themselves out. Yeah. It's pretty cool where it goes up. Or so yeah, it goes up. That's what it is. Uh, oh well. So we had some fun today. <laughs> <laughs> keep a cat safe. Yes, keep all cats safe. And like I said, it is coyote breeding right now, so you guys pay attention to your cats and also small dogs or you know big dogs and the coyotes will kind of friend befriend and play if your dog will play with them i had one brody played with what coyote around us that. that was a long time ago but the little dogs are lunch <laughs> and so that's why if you have underground fencing or whatever type thing don't leave them out the coyotes in my neighborhood stock dogs <laughs> oh yes and put them on a long line so in case uh, a, a coyote comes from nowhere because they'll climb the fences and everything and and uh, comes out of nowhere and you uh, if you got that dog on a long line like a 20 foot long line you can quickly roll you know pull your dog in hopefully before the coyote will get him so mm. well thank you for listening guys thank you ellie once again another great week and uh yep give a holler up at katie's canine if you need any help uh go to mytalk1071.com and check out that really cool video of owners being dragged <laughs> okay take care train on until